Welcome to the SBS podcast. It's sponsored by Zwift, the indoor cycling program that lets you ride courses from all across the globe. See how you compare. Visit Zwift.com to learn how to join the digital peloton today. Bonjour, 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 and welcome to the Zwift Cycling Central podcast, all the way from the streets of Melbourne. Uh, we promised it last week, and then we are here for the finish of the Herald Sun Tour, the Sun Tour. Joining me is Dave McKenzie. Dave, how are you? Uh, I feel like I've been through the washing machine, but, you know... Um, uh, no, you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have, you know what, actually? Just on stage then, I just presented the last award, and it was to Team Sky, and they champagned me. <laughs> Six bottles of champagne, and it, you know I, I copped a spray. So um, I was going to say you've been through the washing machine. You probably forgot the detergent. Oh, it was. Yeah, I tell you what. Even you're looking at me. I don't smell good, do I? It's. Um, but no, look. It's been a. It's been a great week, and I guess for me, you know, I'm being a bit self-indulgent here. But it's been a big month. So this sort of is at the end of a, a big month. But the Jaco Held Sun Tour. It's a. It's a great race to finish on. You know, for summer. Absolutely. Uh, so it's been a big month for, for many riders. Uh, let's see, uh, first of all, from none other than Richie Port. Richie, how are you? It's been a hot day, a hot week. Uh, I mean, it was fast today and yeah, just super hot. I mean, it was no place to hide there. So it was nice to get the race over and done with. Summer of cycling is just finishing here in Australia. How, how are you feeling? I'm happy now it's over. It's been a, a long uh, month, I think. It's been hard and... Uh, I look forward to a bit of time off the bike um, back in Tassie and uh, then back to Europe and the season starts uh, in earnest. And uh, so new, new outfit, new teammates, what's the feeling? It's a fantastic team, it's been a, a great week, um, it's very relaxed and uh, yeah it's been enjoyable. So we're looking forward to see you on the road and I'll meet you again uh, to the front. Sounds good. Yeah, that was Richie Port about the new uh, trek and the new environment, but he talks as well about this, this summer of cycling and how fantastic and how busy it was. Yeah, it's, it's, been, um, it's been interesting hearing from Richie, you know, throughout the month. And I think he's just been so happy to be home for more than two months and, and back in Tasmania for two months. He's still been in Australia for another month with racing, but he got to spend that two months at home. And I feel like he, well, he did, he needed it. He said it himself and just to recharge the batteries mentally. And, um, you know, he, he, he's, his goal, we all know this, is not the J.K. Old Sun Tour. His, his goal was the Tour de France, or is the Tour de France, I should say. But he's enjoyed being here and sort of coming back to his roots. And I think that's really important to the success of Richie Port in the next 12 months or six months. I think that's important that he came back to his roots a bit and not for any particular reason. I think any rider needs to come back to that. And so I think he's in a good position mentally. Absolutely. Uh, I just wanted to start with Richie Paul, but we'll concentrate now on, on the race about, uh, that just happened this week and this finale as well in, in Melbourne. Uh, what did you make of this week? Because we had a really a big mixture and we talked a lot about the Arthur seat. I mean, how was it for you? Uh, how, how was that stage? Because we had some big expectation for that. We did. And I mean, it's funny, look, to be really frank, there were people that said, oh, it was a bit of an anti-climax because Sky blew the field away and, and stole the race off, uh, well, Richie Port and Michael Woods. But uh, so I come from, I still, there's still a part of me that comes from a racing perspective as, as a cyclist. And I say, well, I know maybe for TV or that, we didn't get the big battle between Port and Woods, but that's bike racing. So suck it up, people. You know, that's what it is. 
is and Sky put on a dominant show and we need to you know clap our hands to them because and commend them because they said we are throwing the challenge out to you guys and and Brett Lancaster incidentally he said it to Tom Southam of EF Education he said we're game on you know we're game on and they giggled and laughed at him and Brett said I told them I warned them and they stole the race so I actually thought it was a fantastic stage and to me yes I would have loved to have seen Port and Woods battle it out and come to the final stage on the same time and they could have well possibly done that because they were only separated by four seconds uh, before yesterday but it was fantastic and I'll tell you what four laps was enough they didn't need that extra fifth lap which originally it was going to be four laps was enough it was a tough day absolutely so overall uh, do you think we have a, a good winner what, what do we make of that race Total worthy winner, total, uh, totally. Uh, Van Baal was sensational. He he is a man for the classics. He's already top five in sort of Flanders, Weevilgem. You know, he's as in a young career, he is already punching way above his weight and, and well, where he should be, really. So expect big things from him. And look, the Jayco Herald Sun Tour, since it's been modernised, if we want to call it that, in the last 20, 30 years, and the, the real internationals have come out, these, the people who win this race go on and do big things. Bradley Wiggins, Tour de France winner. Um, you know, the list goes on. That's just, you know, to, to speak of one. So, you know, and stage winners over the years. Uh, another Dutchman came here years ago when I was a kid, Jean-Paul Van Poppel. He came here the year that he won four stages in the Tour de France. He rode the J.K. Hill Sun Tour. So it's an important race, I think, uh, in, in terms of the, the history of cycling in this country. So Van Baal absolutely is a worthy winner, and he won it on Arthur's seat. And second on the podium is Nicolas Schulz on the second on that second step of the podium. Let's hear from him. Uh, and straight after the line here, we've got uh, Nicolas Schulz. Thank you. What a what a week you had. Yeah, you know, uh, certainly didn't come into the week uh, uh, sort of expecting to be on the podium at the end. You know, I came in here with a clear role to support um, Lucas Hamilton, who was uh, designated leader here. Um, as he showed some amazing form through the uh, through the Tour Down Under and, and the Cadell Evans race, I guess in working for him came came opportunity by sort of being there or thereabouts after the the second stage in Churchill, and then uh, sort of with our team tactic of uh, taking it to the to the race on uh, the Arthur Seat stage, uh, I got to go out the road and and take the opportunity. So it's uh, it's certainly. Yeah, a real privilege for me to, to be in this position and uh, yeah, I didn't expect it coming into the week. It's a great way for, for the team to showcase to the sponsors, to the public, being the Australian World Tour team. Uh, how does that feel on the road, you as a young rider for what is the biggest Australian team? Um, yeah, look, it's, it's really special. Um, it's been a long time for me since I've been a part of an Australian outfit. Um, three years in France, a year in a Dutch team, and then two years in a Spanish team. So, um, sort of like a homecoming. Um, but it's uh, it's really special pulling on these colours, especially in Australia. I think uh, it's widely recognised, um, and uh, I think it just lifts lifts all the Aussie guys in particular here in here in Australia to try and uh, to try and showcase our colours here. Because you went uh, a bit of a different way, a different path. You said three years in France, you went in Spain, you rode the Vuelta, I think, for a Spanish team, which is a bit unusual was that important for you to take that different path to end up where you are now yeah i think um everybody has their their own way to sort of uh 
you know, to, with their cycling careers. And uh, for me, I wasn't quite capable straight away out of under 23 to, to sort of go into one of the biggest teams in the world. And uh, I've just had to slowly chip away and do the small things and uh, sort of take it step by step. So I think for me, it's... Um, it's been really important to take that pathway, the sort of slow and steady pathway. And more so than anything, I've had a lot of uh, life lessons along the way. It hasn't been easy. And, um, you know, I can speak uh, two other languages other than English now. So um, that's also really handy. In the team, we've got a, we've got a couple of Spanish speakers. So, uh, no, all those life experiences come in handy now. Uh, last question. What's the, what's the program for you now? Um, I head back to Spain tomorrow. Um, I live there in Girona. Um, And then I'll uh, I'll have 10 days there uh, just to sort of chill out, adapt to the to the winter, and then uh, I'll head to training camp for 10 days um, in southern Spain in Almeria. Uh, from there I'll do Strada Bianca, um, Copa Bartoli, and uh, Chipi in Jerain and Basque Country. So for now that's the uh, the early season races for me, and uh, I'd really like to be coming into form around uh, that uh, Copa Bartoli Basque Country time. We'll hear a lot more about you. I hope this year. Thank you, Nicholas. Cheers. Thanks. I mean, what a trooper, uh, Nicolas Schulz, like we said in this interview, didn't go through the normal inverted comma Australian path, spent some time in France, spent some time in Spain. Uh, what do you make of him? He's a champion. He, he, he's built tough. You know, he's, he's, um, he's one of those guys that is going to be in professional cycling a long time. He's, now, he's in now, and I think... Barring, barring injuries, barring bad luck, we'll see him in the pro peloton for a long time. And his time is now. And the team gave him a chance to shine this week. And, and he, he didn't let them down. And, you know, he, he almost very well took the race as well. He almost, you know, he could have almost dropped Van Baal. But Van Baal was absolutely on his limit that final lap. So Schultz is an exceptional rider. And, he, and his backstory proves that. You know, this backs it up. With his, sec with his stage win and, and second overall. But his backstory is, is this, the story of Nick Schultz. Yeah, just like, to make it clear, three years in France, okay, uh, we know it's tough. But being in Spain in a Spanish outfit and actually ride the Vuelta, that's, I'm not going to say it's unheard of, but there's not that many people that have done it. No, no, not at all. Look, I, I went and raced in Spain in 96 and there was one of, I think I was one of four Australians, a cyclist in Spain at the time, that was it. And so I know what it's like, and okay, times have changed, and you know the world's got a lot smaller with social media and internet and everything. But if you ride, if you ride the Vuelta for Cata Rural, that's the Spanish team he rode for twice, you're good because they don't pick foreigners; they generally take the Spaniards. So he was obviously very, very good, and uh, no, he he's a gem, you know, and he, he speaks well. He, he seems very level-headed. I think he's fairly fluent in Spanish. I think his French is pretty good. Did you test him on the French? Actually, I did. I'm not going to plug my other program, which is the SBS French, but if you want to check him out, he's on sbs.com.au slash French. Here you go. I just plugged him. Uh, but yes, we did an interview in French. Wow. And, and was he good? Was his French good? Yeah, I, I, would, I would say I would, I would rate his French to be good to very good. As good as mine? On par. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good then. I think, well, you can say creme brulee, so that's right. <laughs> creme brulee. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, another true champion is Kuhn de Kort. We like Kuhn de Kort. He's always a very good attitude. Let's listen to him. Kuhn, how are you feeling? Uh, yeah, it's a bit warm, isn't it? I mean, uh, feel, uh, feel a little bit cooked. Uh, you, you've been here so many times. Are you still surprised how warm is the summer of cycling? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I mean, you can get used to it a little bit, but uh, it's always still hard. 
so we just said with uh, Richie, summer of cycling is just finishing. Now it's probably all eyes on the, on the new season. What's your, what's your planning so far? Um, I'm going to hang around Australia a little bit longer. Uh, I'm going to go up to Bright, do a bit of a training camp in the mountains. Uh, and um, after that, I'll go back over to Europe. Have a little bit of a training camp on Mallorca and uh, then uh, gear up for Paris-Nice again. Uh, having Richie in a team uh, that gives another, uh, that, that gives an, an Australian flavor, uh, can we count on you to be some sort of a lead out train for him at some point? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's obviously a little bit up to Richie as well, but um, now I'm, uh, I'm pretty confident that uh, I can help him if he, uh, if he uh, thinks he needs me. So uh, I really like riding with, uh, with big leaders like Richie. You know, it's, um, it, it gives my, uh, my job uh, another dimension. You know, I try to and uh, tell the guys what to do and where to go, be like the, the road captain. Um, and I, I like doing that for a leader like Richie. That's awesome. Let's, uh, we're going to let you uh, cool down a bit. Thank you very much. <laughs> so that was Kundekort. Kundekort is almost Australian, really. Well, he's got, he's got that accent, hasn't he? He's got the Aussie slang. And, you know, but more importantly, he is, uh, he's in the corner batting for Richie Port and he's got his back big time and he could be the difference he could be the difference this year for Richie Port I think that's what Richie possibly has lacked um, and, and as well let's not forget Will Clark as well who's joined that team obviously a mate of Richie's from Tasmania he's come across at the request of Richie so he's surrounded himself with some some good guys that are going to have his back all year so I think that's really important and couldn't you know, he was he was a sort of a, a lead-out man for the sprinters for Marcel Kittel. John Degenkolb is where he sort of forged his you know his name, I guess, in in the pro peloton. But then, and, he, and of course, Contador as well. I was going to say, and then he moved into a role, you know, for the general classification riders like Alberto Contador. So, now he has he has earned his craft and he's earned his place, Kundercourt, and now he's a sought-after domestique. So Richie's you know very lucky to have him. Okay, I'm going to ask you the question. Is it the year or never for Richie Port? I'm just being too much of a journalist here. No, look, it's, hey, it's on our minds, isn't it? And I think the Tour de France is, it's, it's the big one, isn't it? It's, it's a granddaddy. It's, a, it's the one that we all, we all watch and we work on it. We don't watch it, we work on it. But um, no, Richie, this is his year, but last year was his year as well. So how many more of those has he got left? We don't know. If he wins this year, he'll be the same age as Cadell Evans, the same year at least. Um, so that's pretty old. In terms of Cadell was the oldest winner post-war. So he has to do it in the, this year or the next. It has to be. Absolutely. Uh, another point as well is that uh, Mitchelton Scott. Okay, we, we talked a lot about them as well, of the tactics and, and how they were approaching this, uh, this summer of cycling. First of all, let's listen to uh, Damien Housen. Damien, how are you? It's been, it's been hot. Yeah, it was a very uncomfortable day. Um, no, it was good fun out there. Uh, great course, little testing climb. Um, kept it exciting. Um, team was obviously super aggressive today, represented in all the moves, and uh, yeah, stuck away there until until half a lap to go. Um, but then the guys had it covered from behind, giving Dion the perfect run into the finish and uh, rounding out another podium. How good is the summer of cycling in Australia? Yeah, it's exciting. Um, great racing and obviously being the local World Tour team, it's great to perform well in front of the fans and uh, sponsors. Um, weather's obviously always hot, but you'd take that over rain any day. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Uh, how much how much learning do we have in a in a week like this and in the, the the few months that you're gonna have a break? I guess I assume now and then you're gonna bring this to Europe. How much learning do you get from this? Yeah, no, it's great. Uh, it's particularly the Sun Tour here. We've got a really young team um, with uh, a lot of guys that this is their first tour with uh, the Mitchell and Scott team. So um, there's been a lot of learning done this week. Uh, a lot of great, impressive rides. Uh, a lot of lessons learned, a lot of mistakes made, but you can uh, only expect that from a young team and that's what this type of racing is used for and uh, yeah, I can only say that everyone's taken a step forward uh, at the end of this uh, summer of cycling and we take that form onto Europe. Awesome, thank you Damien. Yeah, thanks very much. So that was Damien Hausen. What do you, what do you, how do you rate their campaign over the, the whole summer of cycling? Because they had some, so they were very aggressive on, on lots of stages, but in the end, uh, have they won enough? Um, the, the short answer is the short answer is yes because Daryl Impey won Tour Down Under a World Tour race what was he second third third at uh, Cadell Evans Road Race so the first the first two World Tour races first and third so yes they so have. I'm just very I'm just being very picky yeah you you, you you get a bit like this you nitpick you know and I, so then what happens when obviously all the pros listen to this world class podcast of ours and they they say Mecca what's going on with your French mate I mean can you just can you tell him to pull his head in so from them from them I'm just the messenger by the way pull your head in <laughs> I'm just going for the headline that's all uh, but like, realistically do you think they're happy with their performance over the summer of cycling yeah I think so I think look you always want to win more but no no I think they're very happy I think they're they're extremely happy and because they've done it all here before that you can't win every single time and you know they nailed one they nailed the big one with two down under um and probably as a tour it was more important to them than the Cadell Evans uh, road race so you know and their goal now the next stop for them is Tour de France they want to win the Tour de France they've nailed they've won the Vuelta Espana they've won their first grand tour um yeah he just wants to, he, he's got unfinished business at the giro but realistically the tour de france is the next stop for the team and for jerry ryan i think that's it is that as well you know as a, as a team owner you know jerry's you know dare i say it but i think his job and time in cycling you know it won't last forever and jerry generally likes to you know he likes to finish things off before he moves on to the next thing it's been a big journey for him in cycling and we're so lucky to still have him and his finances you know backing our sport that He's got his eyes firmly set on Tour de France. Okay, and then just to conclude, uh, are you happy with this idea uh, of suggesting we do a podcast outside when it's 41 degrees? Oh, just fantastic, isn't it? it it's not 41 now, though. It's actually a bit of cloud cover, and it's... I mean, we've got so used to it throughout the year. And, mate, we're in the beautiful botanic gardens. I mean... Come on, we're going to go and have a Chardonnay after this, aren't we? I'm not even complaining. No, that's good. That's good. It's, it's, it was. I mean, it was a great day, uh, a great day to see cycling in the streets of Melbourne. I reckon we want to see more. We do. You know what I'd love to really... I mean, actually, this, is, this has been fantastic, finishing Botanic Gardens. We used to do a, a criterium to start in the city. Now, that was when the race was 11 days long. What I would love to see is towards Zero Race Melbourne, around Albert Park. I hope I'm not stepping on toes here, but I'd love to see that shift to the city for a CBD lunchtime criterium. You've, you'd have a ready-made crowd. Oh, it'd be chaos. It'd be crazy. That's what we want, don't we? We want, we want chaos. Chaos reigns. Yeah, we want a chicken wrap and, and chaos reigns. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Maka. It's been, uh, like I said last week, it's been uh, lovely to uh, come back to, to this podcast and, and just be outside. Just be outside to do some radio. This is, this is what we live for. It is. And can we, can we tease them with our next one? We'll be indoors and there will be a plank of wood. 
Well, if you don't get that, folks, you'll never work it out. See you next week. See you next week. Thank you for uh, tuning in to the uh, Zwift Cycling Central podcast. Uh, remember that you can uh, download, stream, or listen back to this podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash central. Don't hesitate to uh, subscribe uh, as well. And you can always schedule a ride with our friends at Zwift until next podcast, which might be indoors and might be next to a big plank of wood. It's bye for now. A quick shout out from our sponsor before we go. If you're looking for a new way to ride without traffic or punches getting in your way, hop on Zwift. We use it. Your cycling buddies probably use it. And the pros, they definitely use it. Zwift turned indoor training into a full-on gaming experience. Connect your PC, Mac or Apple device and you'll pedal with thousands of cyclists around the world. And there's a good chance you'll see a pro on there too. Loads of them are on Zwift on their rest days riding around Wattopia. Give them a ride on if you see them. If you've got a trainer, start your free trial on Zwift.com.